Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 207, the main area code, the first episode of season four of Wasted Takes. I am Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. How are we doing, gentlemen? The whole state of the main square. I believe so. Vermont is uh, 802, whole state. The whole state has one area code. Just, it's what my research told me. Um, First episode of the new season. Uh, To address our absence last week, Tucker and I had a personal matter we had to deal with. The boys uh, decided that we uh, were going to wait to record for a week. So we did miss uh, a week, uh, the first week of the year on the Waste It Takes calendar. We apologize for that. But we are back. We're back with a vengeance. We've already had technical issues. This is the second start to the episode we've we've got. But listen, if you're listening right now and it sounds clear, we might be on a good track for 2024. Um, all right. So new season. Winners and losers. Do we have any off rip? Winner, Browns yeah. out of the playoffs. Winner, me. Tucker. Bengals. Me. Bengals sorry. Bengals. AFC North. Yeah, what was that take again? I don't understand. I said before the season that the Bengals weren't going to make the playoffs. It was either right before or it was like week two. It was very early on. Yeah. They did lose early. Okay. Believe in them. Winner me, Bills in the playoffs. Bills win the division. Not just in the playoffs. Is when I made that take, I believe. Yeah. Um, Maybe seven and six. We will work. We will cover everyone's preseason picks. Honestly, I can't remember a single thing I said. So, um, that's on me. That I mean, I gotta be better. Poll, first poll of the new year. We have an interesting one, boys. As of right now, four-way tie. Nine minutes to go. Oh, should we? Have Linnea, vote. Dave, get on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Did you vote on the waste of takes? No telling who's who. Well, they were there. They were both them. there. They were there. They were they both were there. there. They were She's not gonna That's all right. Let it go. Let them run. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got nine minutes left on that, so we'll wrap that up at some point. Um, yeah. Face in the camera at all times. It's funny because we make so many takes during the NFL season, and now the regular season's over, and I don't remember anything. I don't remember who was winner yeah. or loser. If they were winners, we would remember. Um, so pretty unsuccessful season from us, it sounds like. Uh, Wasted takes. Does anyone want to lead off? I've got one ready to go. I think Cam does. Shoot it. I have several. <laughs> All right, let me go. Let me cook. So last weekend, end of the regular season, end of the season for a team called the New England Patriots, and end of an era. Uh, maybe not what you're thinking. I'm talking about Matt Slater. Matt Slater looks like he is done in the NFL um, after a very, very long and very successful career. Small, uh Three Super Bowl championships, 10 Pro Bowls. Uh, he won the Bart Star Award. I forget what that's for, but um, team captain for most of his career. Uh, just a story career. Um, do I think he's Hall of Fame worthy? Probably not. He really didn't do much. Uh, his resume might be, but I, I just don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, he'll be, he'll be uh, up for nomination. But... I was watching it, and, you know, everybody has good things to say about him. Nobody's ever said anything negative about him. Uh, the team's all wearing uh, his, his shirt before the game that says all his accomplishments. Um, it was an emotional time for him. This guy has something written all over him. I think it's easy. This guy's going to be a coach. He's got coach written all over him. It's a pretty simple take. It's not very wasted. Matt Slater will be a head coach in the NFL. I'm going to say it's going to happen quickly to make it more wasted. Within five years. That's the take. 
So I'll start off here. I think he'll be a special teams coach pretty quickly. I mean, he definitely has that in blood. How quickly he'll get to a head coach, I don't agree with. I just don't think that many special teams guys get opportunities as head coaches quickly. So judge. Jim, uh, John Harbaugh. That's fair. No, there's guys that get it. I mean, Rich Basicchio was a head co- was a special teams guy as well. Great head coach. Uh, friend of the program, Rich Basicchio. Best friend. Uh, Cam. Friends with Cam. Best friend with Cam. Good yeah. friend with him, yep. Talk to him. Cam. Who knows? Probably right before the pod. Yeah, yeah. time time just gets long. Did he like the wasties, Cam? Did he did he weigh in on the wasties? Yeah, from what I could tell, by um, he's just really busy. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, he, he's, did he have he's, in, he's in the playoffs. He's in the playoffs, guys. People forget that success follows this guy. So I'm letting him do his thing. You know, we we chit chatted. I sent messages. You know, he's got his phone on him. <laughs> And he, his phone rings. He sees it. And, uh, yeah, no, no read receipts on there or anything. That guy's just a, a workaholic, really. Uh, anyway, go Sorry on. to interrupt you, Tuck. Also, breaking news, Eric Spolstra, eight-year extension camp. Love that. Go ahead, Tuck. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see him being a head coach one day. I don't think five years is the time frame for a guy that's never coached a day in his life to become an NFL head coach, especially a guy that was a special team player. But I can 100% see his path to being a head coach one day. Cameron, and former. I, I never thought about it, but I could see it happen. Cameron, former uh, head coach uh, that was a special teams coach. Uh, thoughts? Yeah. Special teams coaches. <clears throat> Are very hit or miss in this league, but they they really do get get to the um, the head coach position, whether they do a good job or not. I think this is um, it's going to be a special team coach kind of gig first. Whether that's on the Patriots or not, I I think it absolutely should be. I think you offer him a job probably next year, um, in some in some respect, right? If he's an assistant special teams guy. Um, I think that you owe it to him, and he will also just be really good at it. Definitely keep him in the building, especially if you're going through no possible reason for you not to have him doing something regarding the team. Bill Belichick doesn't say it lightly, but he says he's the best special teams guy. It's not because he's most athletic. It's not because he's blocking punts every single game, which he's had a few. Uh, It's because he just knows ball. So. Um, probably a better coach than player, I would I would assume. Um, I I wouldn't doubt that he's a head coach in some regard. Five years might be a little soon, and I don't think he's going to make a Hall of Fame. But it, it, I don't disagree with the team. Maybe as a coach. He's, he's a coach. Maybe as a Maybe coach. As a coach. Yeah, it's crazy. Belichick, when you ask him, like, who are the best players you coached, he says, Lawrence Taylor, Tom Brady, Matthew Slater. Those, to be in that group is, is nuts. Uh and the five years thing, I got to make it wasted. Uh, Dill? So this kind of reminds me of uh, Alex Cora. Um, Alex Cora, obviously, uh, manager of the Astros, and then manager of the Red Sox, or assistant manager of the Astros, and then manager, I forget. Um, and he played on the Sox, was a uh, skills position kind of utility guy, never really was a starter ever. 
Um, not a, not a, like a lustrous career or anything, <laughs> uh, but a great head coach. The, and, and that works in baseball because Being there's some got. Well, yes I, and no. A lot of it's a lot of a, a lot of it is mental. One at a time. I talk, you talk. Holy shit, Tucker! What? <laughs> <laughs> um, most of it is mental, um, I think. Uh, be- oh, we lost Dill. We lost Dill, which means we lost his end of the recording, I imagine. I don't think... No, I, I hear him. Oh, I lost him for a second. Sorry. Yeah. Are we good? Yeah, I lost you for like a good three seconds. Right. Um, so the, the point I'm trying to make is, though, uh, in baseball, if you can come up the ranks... Uh, you know, as a player who, who grinded, knows every part of the game uh, to just be good enough to make the major leagues, even though you're not a tremendous superstar, that's kind of like Cora. Like, he, he he knows a lot about baseball, makes him a good coach. He wasn't the greatest player. Football, Matt Slater's thing. Do you guys think the fact that he only ever played special teams is like, you know, like that's not good enough to be able to – you know, coach a, you know, three facets of the sport with special teams, offense, defense, like. I think you start him, like the guy said, at special teams, and as he gets more acquainted with coaching, that he'll be able to do it. He's just a leader, is what he is, yeah, and he's smart. I mean, there's, there's other guys that have, you know, like Mike Vrabel was a defensive guy that then became a head coach. Like, I don't think it's improbable for him to be able to understand all facets of the game. I mean, he's played offense. You probably understand defense better than ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population does. So, I can one hundred percent see him getting a head coaching job at one point, even though he didn't play it. I just figured I'd ask. <laughs> All right, Cam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Bear with me as I give my dog a treat. She is a good girl. Um, my take is not so wasted. It's very well put together. It's long. It has, um, some backing to it, some logic to it. And, uh, it's a two part. It's a double take, double take, new meaning for the word double take. Uh, here we go. So breaking news, the giants wink Martindale. Uh, resigned today, and the rumors are flying that it was ugly. Um, all throughout the season, everybody was saying that there was beef. Abel gave Wink the, the game ball after a late game, and everybody thought, no, everyone's kidding. No. Wink Martindale was mad. His uh, clipboard for the game on Sunday, he always uses a white clipboard. The back of his clipboard had the logo from the the show 24 on it, which is uh, regarding 24 <laughs> hours. The back of his clipboard was uh, the, the guy from the show 24 saying 24 on it. And 24 hours after that, he did resign. Uh, apparently, it was really bad. Screaming, yelling, swearing. Um, he got on a plane to Sarasota. There's videos of him in the airport. And he did not officially resign. He just said, F you, I quit and left. And there's no official resignation. So it was really bad. 
has a history of doing that. Besides the point, uh, the job's open. Now, this leads me over to Las Vegas and Antonio Pierce, former Giant. We have requested, I believe there's rumors in the building, um, maybe not requested, but we are uh, definitely considering him for the opportunity. Obviously, the Raiders have to make a grave mistake, and I believe they will. So that's the first part of the take. The Raiders are not going to hire Antonio Pierce, the crowd favorite, which somebody's done before. Uh, or somebody made that take already. Great. The thing is, he's going to go to the Giants. He's going to be our new DC. I love that. Now, here's the second part. Because of this, Devontae Adams is going to leave. He's fed up. He cannot withstand another head coaching change with a guy that he can't risk to not like again, like McDaniels. He's getting older. He's getting past his prime. He had an off year this year. Uh, he's got to go. He's going to the Jets. He's going to force his way onto the Jets with Aaron. But this is Aaron's last hurrah. He's got to be there. And he needs to make a, a name for not a name for himself. He needs to make leaps and bounds before he's out of his prime. Garrett Wilson just gave up the number 17. He's switching to number five. The number 17 is freed up in, in New York. It all comes full circle. So the full take is Antonio Pierce is not off the job. He then gets the defensive coordinator job with the Giants. Devontae Adams is mad that he does not get the job. So he goes to the Jets where the number 17 is waiting for him because Garrett Wilson switched to five. That's the take. It's a lot, but go for it. What do you got? All right. Um, right, Go ahead. Yeah, right off the bat, I think if he leaves, he's going to the – not to the Jets. I think he's going to the – Saints. He wanted to play with Derek Carr, is what I've heard. And then they got rid of him, and he was mad about it. So I feel like, even though they're kind of a disaster over there, he might want to go over there. I mean, it's not the craziest thing they go to one disaster, because I feel like the Jets are also their own disaster. Um, So, yeah, I don't fully buy into that part. As for the um, part about uh, him not saying the head coach not saying with the Raiders, I 100% agree. I can't see him. It's just not going to happen. Mark Davis is going to shoot a shot at some guy like Jeff Fisher or someone ridiculous like that. <clears throat> no, I'll tell you who he's going to shoot a shot at. You're, I made the take last week that Antonio Pierce would not be rehired. Um, I'll tell you who it is. It's Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is going to be the Raiders coach. Um, he's been around there before. I think he was an assistant there early on. Mark Davis loves him, apparently, has tried to lure him there before. Uh, it is written he will be the head coach. In terms of Adams, um, yeah, I can see him wanting out. <coughs> like Tucker said, he was very excited to have Derek Carr there. God knows why. Um, very excited to be with Derek Carr. Uh, they got rid of him. Then there was problems with the coaching. He's had kind of a tough time there. He's produced for the most part, but he's also like, remember he punched that cameraman or something like he's done some crazy stuff. Um, yeah, I think he'll want out if they screw That's this up. Hard. Uh, I, they'll want out if he want out as far as his landing spot being the giants. I mean, it would make sense. They, they need wide receiver help and you know, he's one of the best. Um, I imagine they have cap space to get it done. I don't know what kind of assets they'd have to deal. Um, yeah, I'll agree. Why not? Uh, if, if Adam's, Shakes loose, which I think will happen at some point uh, this season. He'll want out. Uh, the Giants could definitely be a landing spot. 
Um, Dale? Wait, hold on. No, you missed, you missed that take. Jets. The Jets. I did, yeah, the Jets. Oh, to be and, with back with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm sorry. I got my yeah. New York team. Right. Yep. Sorry. It was a confusing take. Pierce to the Giants as the D.C. because he used to play there, won a Super Bowl with them. Uh, we just had our guy walk out on us. We didn't need to, we need to fill that spot. And then Adams to the Jets once they don't sign. Uh, okay, I got Pierce. it. I got it. Um, again, it's kind of a similar thing. They need wide receiver help. He gets to play, go back with Rodgers. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, why not? My biggest thing is, yes, they will not hire Pierce. And, yes, he will want out at some point. I don't know where the landing spot will be. Dill? Dale, are you with us? Dylan. We have, we have Dylan. I, I'm, something's going on with Dylan's. And Dylan, I'm going to go through it one more time for no, you. No, no, no. Okay. I just have I just one okay. question. The, the defensive coordinator is currently or just got fired from. Nope. He swore, yelled, and walked out and got on a plane to his house in Sarasota. He has not officially from, resigned, but from I think he's not coming back. Yep. From the Giants. So what does that have to do with with uh, good question? We Devontae have a Adams. We have an opening. Yep. So here we go. We have an opening for a DC spot. Antonio Pierce is the interim coach for the Raiders. He used to be a linebacker and a Super Bowl champion, one of our best linebackers um, in recent history, and he is one of the candidates for our defensive coordinator spot if he does not get signed to the Raiders. I am saying he will not get signed to the Raiders. Devontae Adams will get mad because oh, so he doesn't want to have to deal Adams with the new. Well, a lot of players will be mad. All the players want him there. But the same thing happened with Sachia and Mark Davis said, we don't care. I'm going to hire a new guy. So the players will be mad. Devontae Adams, who's in his, maybe even past his prime, needs to break out again. He's not going to do it with Aiden O'Connell or Jimmy G. So he'll want to get out, especially with a new head coach. <laughs> He will go to the I get Jets. It. I got AP will go to the Giants. Um, I like it. Uh, that's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and Adams just going to the Jets uh, to rekindle the fire with uh, uh, Rogers, I think, is great. Um, the the jersey change, um, I like that. Uh, these things. This is a domino effect game. You just need one thing to happen. I think the other pieces fall fall in place. So that's uh, the plan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree. Uh, I love it. If this is instant take of the century, uh, we should have a running wasted takes take. The best one that's just out there, and we reference it. We'll as do that on our tenure. <coughs> we basically do that. We talk about the COVID take, and <coughs> all right, it was gonna take. decision. I think it's a bad one. Um, but I think the Bucks might make a run. And I think it happens right now. This team is still talented. They're not the best team in the world. Baker Mayfield's a dog. They're going up against the Eagles in the first playoffs. I just I think they're going to make a run at it. I think the Bucks will make it to the NFC championship game. I love Baker. This team, I think, has a fight. They've been written off for too long, and they win their division. 
I just think that everyone's kind of overlooking him. So I and I think that's exactly when Baker Mayfield does his best. Everyone's kind of saying, "Oh, the Eagles are bad right now," but you know what? The, it's not like they're gonna lose to the Bucks. The Bucks will make the NFC Championship game. All right. So I have a quick okay. question immediately. If the Bucks win the Super Bowl, is Brady the biggest fraud of all time? No. I mean, Baker goes in year one and does it with ease. He wouldn't be the biggest I, fraud of all time. He, his, it no, would, I know. Honestly, it just makes you think. We should be rooting for them because if they do win, then be. it then it takes a lot away from that championship for sure. Um, anyway, uh, I'll just go quick here. No, it is a waste to take because the Bucks win. Let's let's map this out here, right? You get the Eagles, who and they would have to play the 49ers. No, not necessarily. Yeah. No, well, they have to play the best team. You have to play no because if the six or seven win, they play the best team. So they would either play the Niners or the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys is a winnable game, of course, in the playoffs. Dak, uh, the Niners is not. So I think this is wasted enough to say they'll win two playoff games, especially starting off with the Eagles, whether they're hot or not. They've done it before. They made it last year. Um, I like the Eagles here. I will absolutely be rooting for the Bucks. Yeah, this feels like a spot where um, they're supposed to beat the Eagles, right? Because the Eagles have been bad and everyone's counting them out. This also feels like a spot where like, the Eagles come out and blow them out and everyone's like, what are we thinking? We're stupid. Like, That's what everyone's saying. Yeah, but I I think that, they, that this is a very winnable game for the Bucs. I think there's a great chance they win this game. Um, do I think they can beat the next team? Probably not. Um, also, to the point of the Bucks, they have just put me in a locker. After Brady left, I said, you know, have fun going back to irrelevance. You suck. I hate you. You ruined my life for two years, three years. Um, and now they're back. And it's, uh, it's a testament to a good team. They're built well. Um, and they've bounced back from Brady better than the Patriots did, which is Insane to me that the losingest franchise of all time can do that. But um, I think they get past the Eagles. I might pick them. We'll see. Um, but I don't think they can beat either of the other two teams that they would have to play. I just don't think they have the horses for it. And Baker's banged up as well. He's, he's pretty hurt. He was limping off the field uh, after that last game. So I'll respectfully disagree. I do think they can go on a little run by winning one game. Uh, Dill? Um, I, I mean, like Cam said, if they if they end up playing the Cowboys, I mean, I think there's a chance there. Um, uh, getting past the Eagles, people people just people don't respect the Eagles enough. I, I know that there's, you know, there's reason behind that. Uh, but I, 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 they're still a very good team. I just, to me, I don't know. They've been really um, bad lately, like really bad. I know they've been bad, but it's the playoffs. It's different. Um, and they can play good football, I I think, down to the wire. Uh, I think better than, than the Cowboys can. I know they're not playing them. But, um, anyway, uh, I don't think this is going to happen. I think the Bucks got lucky this year. I think they're poo-poo. Um, Baker is okay. He's not great. The team is 
okay. They they won some close games, which is a mark of a good team. But they didn't really. I, I don't remember seeing them blow people away. Um, I think they bounce. I think they get. I think they lose by a lot to the Eagles. I think people are trying to get trapped into it, thinking they're going to be good. All righty, Dill, you got a take for us? I do. It's Patriots related, so hold on to your hats. I know this is uncharted territory here. Um, Mike Vrabel is available. It's the number one on the depth chart list of Patriots' new head coaches if they fire Bill. Now, if if they fire Bill, I have a feeling it's going to happen soon, and I think it's not going to take long for them to hire Brable. That's assuming they fire Bill. Um, I don't. I don't. We're going to discuss it. I don't. I don't know right now what what what, what they're thinking. Obviously, nobody does. Uh, but the take is that um, Brable is a Patriots guy, right? He was. On the Pats. He's in the Patriots Hall of Fame. He is, you know, part of the family, part of the craft, like, culture, family. Um, And I think that that might seem enticing, and I think that's why craft would definitely levitate towards him over anything else. Uh, However, I think that the... Patriots need to completely rewrite the ship. I think in order to get their feet back underneath themselves and build a good roster and a good culture, they need to go new. They need to get, like, redo the entire system. New head coach, new philosophy, <coughs> new, new people, new young people, new young smart coaches, trainers, the whole thing. Redo the entire organization if they really want a chance at at making something out of this. I don't think the right thing to do is to hire a head coach in in Vrabel who is sort of kind of Bill 2.0 or at least in the craft kind of circle. Like, uh, you know, he's a defensive minded head coach, loves running the ball. They built a team around Derrick Henry. He said no to Tom Brady when Brady was thinking of going to the Titans. Uh, he said, no, we'll win with Tannehill. Yeah, yeah sure. Making a lot of good points um, still. Someone's so done their research. I, I don't think that this is ultimately the best choice at a head coach for us. I don't mind it. Uh, but it like, I think ultimately this team needs to completely redo everything. And this is not the person to do that for. I don't think it's going to be good in the in the end. All right, so I agree somewhat. I have a lot of thoughts on this, and I plan to get into it a little bit later. So I'm just going to say I agree somewhat, and I will uh, explain my thoughts a little more as we talk about the Patriots situation. Uh, Tuck? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of out on this whole you don't want the defensive guy. Uh, thing. I think that just That's having not the coach and playing it around, and I don't think like it sounds like you're kind of out of the Patriots culture, and you think that a full reset is the best move. 
which I also don't really fully agree with. The Patriots culture did a lot for a long time. I know Trey will say, well, no, there was no culture. It was just Tom Brady and Tom Brady alone. That's bullshit. There's been a lot of good QB, great QBs in this league. How many of them win without great head coaches and great coaches? I don't. I don't think. I don't think that the culture of now, like the whole like do your job, Patriots wave stuff. I, I think that's like. Uh, I think people shy away from that now. I think they don't like it when they hear that. I don't think. I don't think that's a that's a thing that that we should strive to be anymore. I think it's, it's got to be new. I don't know what it is, but it's got to be new. you got to distance I, yourself from that whole thing. But anyway, that doesn't mean that Vrabel wouldn't do that. I'm just saying, in general. Cam? Um, I, I have a statement. I think Vrabel should go to the Patriots as the head coach. Bill should be gone in this case, have nothing to do with anything anymore. Let him go. Start anew. Um, that's it. Brable should be the head coach. Start over. Dale, you did bring up some good points there, and I, I said earlier as well, um, the dude wins. I mean, he took Tannehill. Granted, for the past two years. But Dan, granted, Derrick Henry is a running back, right? We know running backs are meaningless in this league. Um, He's the one, though, that I would say maybe is worth it. Oh, no, 100%. We've said that at the the time. Right, but you got to have both for your Right. right. He's not leading the team to the Super Bowl, obviously. But if you can do it with Tannehill, the Dolphins couldn't, right? You suck. I mean, I love playing. Granted, Tannehill was having a great season, got hurt. But don't don't get hurt. Don't let your guys get hurt. He didn't let them get hurt. Um, So, yeah, he had the Titans in the one seed, I think, two years in a row, which is nutty. Had him beat the Patriots. Did he bring that up? Killed Tom Brady. Killed him. Killed him dead. Beat him. Logan Ryan, last touchdown pass as a Patriot. Yeah. uh, For Tom Brady, by the way, guys. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no. I, I, uh, Dill, I I don't know what the end of your take was. What was the the final? It would be a bad thing to bring in Rabel. It wouldn't work out. Oh, I don't know if it's a bad thing. This is where I'm just kind of making a statement that I think the Patriots need to. Like, obviously the best pick is Brabel because he fits the mold of a Patriots uh, coach. Defensive-minded, was in the system, he was uh, the Hall of Famer. Like, it makes a lot of sense, but you have to think big picture. Does what? Does that system still is viable? Should we? Should you still think, you know, having a guy that's uh, like a craft guy, like, I think you're looking of trust. I think, I think we're looking at Brable a little wrong. I think we're looking at him a little wrong. He's a defensive minded guy, but he is more adaptable than Bill ever will be ever. He's he understands the times and that's how he's been able to be successful. Um I I don't we looked at the draft picks. I don't think he's uh he's offensive genius, but that's not what you're gonna pay him for. I think I don't think he's as he's as uh, defense tough tough uh, hard nose as as you may think. As as Bill Belichick is, the reason it's not working is because he's just sticking to it. I don't think Brable comes in and sticks to the Patriots way. He knows the Patriots way, but he also knows the new name of the game. Yeah, and I guess to play devil's advocate against myself. Um, 
the the fact that he played under Bill, he may take, you know, types of things that he liked about it, types of things that he doesn't like yep. about it, plus things that he learned as a coach somewhere else that may be, you know, some stuff Bill would never do. So it might be like the perfect blending of two things, you know. So you never know. I'm just saying it might not be good just because it's, it's fitting the mold too much and we kind of – I feel like we need to get away from the mold. All right, let's let's move on. Um, anyway, because I have I, I there's a lot of points that I was going to make that you made for me, though, which is great. So let's do some uh, autopsy reports on our teams before we go into playoffs. Uh, obviously, everybody's team here done for the year. Um, we'll start Pat's just because we're on the topic. So obviously, four and whatever we were, four and thirteen, uh, worst season we've ever seen since we've been alive. I think worst season. <clears throat> They are not talented enough. I had them at six wins at the beginning of the year. I was pretty damn close again. Um, then they came out with four. And they've got the third pick in the draft. They've got $80 million in cap space. Uh, it's, you know, there's reason to have some hope that we can, we can build something here. Um, is it going to happen quickly? I don't think so. I think there's a, way too much to fix um, from the coaching on down. I think the coaching needs a change. I think the offensive line is horrible. I think the quarterback is obviously a big question mark. I think the skill players aren't good enough. Uh, the defense is the one bright spot. I think you've got some good years out of guys like Christian Barmore, Anthony Jennings, Christian Gonzalez obviously started well. I think Jabril Peppers is a player. I think Juwan Bentley is a player. I think Jelani Tavai can be a utility kind of guy. Um, special teams is horrid. Chad Ryland needs to go. Got to figure that out. What a, what a terrible draft pick. But just more of the same. More sliding into mediocrity. I never thought they would bottom out this hard. I thought we were at six to six to eight wins as long as Belichick's here. Um, so bottoming out could be a good thing. Could be the kickstart they need. Now, in terms of Bill, um, Bill made a statement on Monday, and Cam uh, rightfully reached out to me as the Patriots expert. Uh, I know more about the team than you know ninety five percent of uh, the world. Uh, Cam reached out to me. Said, "Did you watch Bill's pressure?" I didn't watch it. I went back and listened to it. And he said some interesting stuff. Um, first thing he said was, I'm under contract. I'm going to come to work every day. So what that tells me is he's not going anywhere. He's not He's not going to uh, leave amicably. He's not going to be you know, the, the, beautiful, the beautiful solution that Robert wants. He's telling Robert, either you keep me or you fire me. And you're going to have to tell everyone you fired me. It's going to look very bad for you optically. You fired the best coach of all time. So he's, he's standing his ground, which I think is what he should do. There's not going to be a trade. It's, it's just not going to happen. He's, he's not agreeing to a trade. He's just said, I'm the head coach. I'm under contract. Um, and there's no reason to trade him. If you're if tra- trade for him, if you're a team like Atlanta or Washington or LA, there's no reason to do it because you know that they either have to fire him or he's not going anywhere. So I don't think he wants to leave. I think he's established here. His kids are coaches. I've said this all this before. Now, I said to Cam today, I said to you guys today, that I think if he made it through today, there was an 85% chance he stays. Because they are, you know, he's got, he said he, they, they played for him recently. The players have come out in support of him. You know, they won a couple games that made you feel good at the end. Uh, people are starting to flip back and say they want to keep Bill. Um, I've seen it a lot on Twitter. 
Um, Yeah, and people are starting to flip back and saying they want to keep him because nobody has the cojones, the balls, to let him go and start over and start a new thing. However, I said 85% if he makes it through today. That has changed with the firing of Mike Vrabel. I want Mike Vrabel as my next head coach, and I'll tell you why. Yes, I think Dylan is right that a total separation from the Patriot way and a total restart and retooling with an offensive-minded, genius, young head coach and a new, just a total break from the toxicity that this became here over the past five years is the way to go. A total reset because we now are with the rest of the teams. We're not that shiny example anymore. We are just a normal team. So a reset, I think, is a great idea. However, I think that's hard to sell to Kraft, who is a sentimental person who already feels the pain of letting Brady go. If he's able to let Bill go and bring in a guy who knows the Patriot way, who is different from Bill, not Bill's coaching tree. People forget that. Not Bill's coaching tree. He is a different guy. He's similar, but different. Same, same, but different. He is a guy that is good on defense, can build the young core that you have on defense that has played well at times. He is a guy that has the ability to he, – he's not going to be a total power-hungry guy. He likes collaboration. Part of the reason he got he's out in Tennessee is because he didn't like the fact that the GM was making moves without him, uh, like getting rid of A.J. Brown. He wants to collaborate. He doesn't want total control, but he doesn't also want no say, which I think is what you want in a head coach. Um, I think it, what it is, if hiring Vrabel is a baby step, it is a baby step in the right direction. Is it the total shift that I want towards a high flying, powerful offense that the rest of these juggernaut teams have? No, but it is a step in the right direction. And that's all I want to make at this point. I want to continue to make steps in the right direction. Now, I think that he's going to be the coach. I think this is going to happen. I think Bill's going to be fired. Based on the way that they were talking about him in the game on Sunday, all the reporting out of Fox, Jake Glazer saying that he's out, um, it sounds like he's done. Now, it's it's all on Kraft. It's totally up to Kraft to see if he has the stones to get rid of Bill. And he needs to. It's time. And these Bill Bobos going out and making up all these scenarios, Bill also said in his presser, I'm willing to cede control of player personnel if it's best for the organization. That is so... Stupid. I can't explain. I can't explain enough. Here's what's going to happen. They're going to hire a guy that comes in and then makes decisions. And Bill's going to be like, no, that's a bad decision. I don't want that. So it's going to be Bill still in charge. Or B, the guy is going to break from Bill. It's going to be toxicity in the building. He's going to bring in players that Bill doesn't want. And Bill's not going to play them. He sat Pop Douglas for six games because of a fumble. He's, if if if, a, if they draft, say, Drake May at number three, and in camp he throws a few bad picks and has a few bad plays, he's going to sit him for the whole year. This it, it, You have to have a total break. People saying, kick him upstairs, let him GM, let him be GM while you bring in a new head coach. Stupid. He's been a terrible GM of the past five years. There's no reason to keep him other than to coach. And also, if you do either of those things, you're breaching Bill's contract and you have to pay him the $25 million anyway because he is under contract to coach the team and be the GM. So I'm sorry, Bill. You have, I mean, I mean, Bob, you have to eat the 25 mil, sack up, and fire the dude. I think it happens by the end of this week. 
I think the Rabel conversations have already started. If they didn't already start early in the year, there was reporting coming out in the middle of the year saying, if Rabel shakes loose, watch out for him, New England. I think it's the right move. I think you have Vrabel, you have that institutional knowledge, but he's going to change it up enough to the point where we can start to move on. And if Rabel doesn't work, you know, give him give him three to five years. If he doesn't work, change the whole thing. Change the whole thing. I would give the Vrabel hire a B plus. And there are concerns about the drafting. And, you know, he has not done they have not done well for the past two years. There is concerns about that. But I think it's a B-plus hire. I think the Gerard Mayo hire, I would have given that a C. It's still not an offensive guy, you know, and, and Gerard Mayo is just a Bill guy. So I don't want that. I want Vrabel, B-plus. I think Bill's fired this week. I think Vrabel's in. That was my, my long spiel. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I think Bill's here to stay. That's our head coach. That'll be the head coach of the day I die. Uh, I, I'm i all in on giving Bill the next year. Look, let him develop the QB. Let him do this. This whole idea that he'll bench a QB for eight games. Yes, did he sit Pop Douglas early in his career in a losing season to teach him a lesson? wasn't yeah. a losing season when he sat him down. It was a losing. Our season. leading receiver, he beginning. sat him in week three. It was just the beginning of a losing season. Did we lose more games than we won that season? Yes. Then it was a losing season. Could have helped you win more games. Um, but Pop Douglas is going to be a superstar because of sit downs like that because mm. he wasn't babied because he learned his lesson. Mm. Interesting. These are. Look, it's a building block towards developing a real player versus trying to get the most out of him in, at that exact moment. And that is huge. I love Bill. Bill's the greatest coach of all time. I'll take him to the day he dies. Give him a new QB, a shiny new toy. You know, you haven't seen him with a good QB since Brady left. And then you're just like, well, he's bad because he hasn't had a good QB. Could be that he just didn't have a good QB. Very possible. Just no one wants to talk. Who picked the QB? Doesn't matter, Trey. It was probably Kraft, too. And also, you were high on him. I absolutely was. You're right. Trey McNinch, genius Patriots fan that knows everything, said that Mac Jones is the second best QB in the class. I never claimed to know more about football than Bill. I never claimed that. I just, I don't buy it. So you don't think Vrabel's a good solution to bring in a guy that knows what Bill did to take from what no, he did and I'm, to I'm, grow his own program? If you're going to separate, then separate. If you're going to stay, then stay. That's where I am on all this. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to go away from Bill, then go all out. Don't go with a Bill disciple. That's just he's not a Bill like, disciple. I mean, he's literally played for, for he Bill. He never coached for him. I just I don't think that that's solution to the Patriots issues is just getting another guy. I don't know. It's just not my, yeah, I, I can't, I don't really see it being effective. I just want you quickly to tell me, A, the reasons that Bill should still be here after the way he's handled the team for the past five years, and B, why you think he's going to stay with all, the, all that's going on with the Patriots. Why do you think that they're not going to fire him? Uh, I think that he should be here because he's the greatest coach to ever coach. 
coach in the game of football. He like this was a team that's QB literally shit himself, and their two best defensive players got injured week four. After that, did he decide? Yeah, this is a tanking season. Let's get our QB. Yes, that was the right decision. That but is he won games play. down the stretch. I think that most likely. During his conversations with Kraft, he said, look, I think tanking is the best thing for this organization. And that's what he did. He did exactly what he planned on doing, and he was transparent with Kraft on what he was doing. So, yes, I think he will stay because they were planning on tanking this season. They tanked successfully, and they got the number three pick in the draft, and now they can get a shiny new QB or a great or a generational talent at wide receiver, one of those two things. There were three great players in this draft. And he's got one of them. Three great prospects. I can't say that they're going to all pan out. You never know. It's football. One of them could die tomorrow. Why did he but, win down the stretch if he if they're tanking? Why did he win two why, games in the, late in the season? can't fully control players. Players want to win games. They're playing for contract. You can't lose every game, and you want to build morale. So, yeah, they lost games. They Just kept their number three pick. It's a stupid way like, to tank I, Like, in what, in what world does any team tank perfectly and lose all 17 games purposely? They that don't is, because they weren't tanking. They so lost no, a bunch of their games by one score. Tank besides the Browns and the Lions those two seasons when we know for a fact the Browns very much wanted to win. But, yeah, go with it. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't tanking. And no team has ever tanked because they have one game. It's delusional. It's delusion. Right? It's delusion is all it is. It's a stupid statement. It's it's sad (laughs) that you're just pulling at strings to try and validate your thoughts that Bill Belichick shouldn't be that. We'll talk talk next week when he is jobless. At least out of here. It's a terrible decision. Then then you – but the point will be that the tank wasn't planned. So – the no, it'll be, be that they still decided to go a different direction, even after the tank. <laughs> okay. Dill, what do you think? I think we should let Cam <laughs> speak. He hasn't spoken in like 30 minutes. Well, I know, but we're on we're on the Patriots, and you're a Patriots fan. Do you think they fire Bill? And you obviously you think that the Vrabel thing might be not the best. So, But do you think they fire Bill? So the, the thing is, is you... You kind of have to fire Bill right to. now, I think, because with the state okay. of the state of the uh, Patriots, the seemingly fan base, the talk shows, the media, even the general NFL media, with big names that you know cover football and ESPN, everybody is talking about Bill Belichick, his future, his future with the Pats whether they're going to fire him or not. And it's been on and on and on for about, at least in Patriots Nation, about two years. It's It's been picking up steam with every single game that you watch. The, the, you know, the announcers are talking about, oh, we don't know Bill's future, blah, blah, blah. It's, it, 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 it's like waiting for a 19-year-old deaf and blind cat to finally die. You just need to let it happen. Uh, and I think, I think Bill's doing it right by just saying, I'm going to work every day. Um, cause I guess if he quits, does he not get his money? If he gets fired? Yeah. If he resigns, he, 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 he exits his contract. So he, he rescinds the extra year he has. So, 
they have to do like yeah, he should do that uh, as part of the contract as you know I and any person ever would would do that unless you had all of the money ever pay the man um, absolutely pay the man cut fire him and pay him I, like yeah ju- and do it like admirably if you want like you don't have to be like annoyed by it just just uh, like it doesn't have to be a pissing contest between. Oh, Kraft yes, it does with Bill. With Bill, it does. That's the reason he came out and said, "I'm under contract because he wants Bill to. Ha- he wants Bob to have to fire him so he can he can hold that well, over of Bob if he, he does well. He, I mean, of course, like that's anybody would do that. But I, the guy that's like, yeah, they owe me twenty five million dollars. I'm not just gonna fucking walk away from it. Absolutely, I don't blame yeah. him. I don't blame him. But I don't. I, I I don't. I don't know if it's right to say that that Kraft is like doing it uh, or, or, or doesn't want to. And now there's like, you know, beef between the two of them. I, I, that might not be true. He, I think Bill that's Belichick, true. Bill Belichick is a football guy. He came, he did the whole do your job thing. The guy is literally just doing his job until they say, don't do it anymore. And I, and I'm fine with that. Obviously. Um, obviously there's not going to be a trade because they're going to trade Bill to a team. Bill would hate that because yeah, he'd lose a draft pick. Because they're they're going to lose draft picks. Yeah, and he's no, it's not going to happen. A team like, I mean, I don't know if he has to sign off. On Can you? It, he that. does. He's not part of the collective bargaining agreement, so he has to agree to it to be traded. Traded. Yeah. So it's never. So that's never going to happen. I, I can't believe we never thought of that weeks ago when we talked about it. So oh, I said it. I said he wouldn't be traded. I said that. Well, yeah, but for that specific reason, I don't know if we touched on it. Uh, we may have, and I just forgot. Tucker, can you uh, agree he's not gonna he's not gonna agree to a trade? Like he wants to be here. I don't know. That's that's a t- like. Why would he? He has literally I mean, no reason to. That's fair. I mean, if some, but you know, I I feel like there's something if the team doesn't want him. Bill Belichick does have that dog where he's like, I'd rather go somewhere and win where I'm wanted. He'd want to prove everybody mm. wrong. No, That's I think if the of... team doesn't want him, then they have to fire him, and he gets paid his $25 million and goes signs a new contract. Yeah, but again, he'll get paid his $25 million if he goes to a different organization anyway. You guys, so, you don't know Bill Belichick because no, he, he is a vindictive 25. bastard. He hates the NFL because they, they caught him That's... cheating. And he and he refuses to. He puts the microphone with the NFL logo down every time he goes to press conferences. He holds grudges like a mother. I don't know. May, I mean, I just I'm still on the I'm still in the realm of look. I I can see him taking a trade because I just don't see him being like, yeah, they hate me here, but I'll just stay here forever. Oh, I do. I just I feel like if he's really like if. It was clear that they don't want him, and there's this team that wants him very badly. And it's someone like the Chargers. Like, yeah, if the Panthers want to trade for him, he'd probably be like, no, no, thank you. But I think if there's a shiny new, you know, a shiny toy like Justin Herbert for him to play mm-hmm. with, they'll be like, but he can go old. there anyway and get fired. Yeah, Tuck, Tuck, they're just going to fire and, him. And, and they keep their team. draft pick. <laughs> yes, all right. And then you have the Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Um, if that's uh, how it's going, then that'll work out. So, okay. And then the last thing is, um, I think he still wants to coach. So I, 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 a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I said, I don't think so. He's probably going to retire. I think he still wants to coach. So 
whatever he's doing next year, he's coaching. He's coaching. That, that does He's not just walking away. Um, and uh, there was one more thing, but I think we've talked about this. Um, yeah. So uh, Cam, sorry, Patriots suck, but they're still the biggest story in the NFL world. Um, your thoughts on the whole situation from an outside perspective, based on everything you've heard. Oh, is it time to get up for work now? I took a nap. Jesus. Um, like, I don't it's have a much. pretty big deal. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Okay? This is what's going to happen. As of right now, as we speak, Robert Kraft has probably spent three to four hours on the phone with Mike Drake. Um, that was probably the first call once Kraft found the news. It was something like, congratulations on being fired. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about New England? I'm sure they had a long, detailed conversation. Rabel's not going to do anything <clears throat> until Bill's gone. Um, he's not going to make a lateral move, with meaning I, I don't consider the Patriots' job a lateral move for anybody, um, just because the Patriots. Rabel's not going to go to a Carolina. I don't see him going to a Vegas. Atlanta. Um, I could see I could see anybody going to Atlanta with that roster. Um, so I think it's got to be a sure thing. And Kraft will probably he's probably number one on the radar. Next thing that needs to happen is you need to sit down with Bill and tell them tell him that he is one hundred percent gone, um, or he's one hundred percent in. I don't I don't I hate seeing all of these. Oh, but he'll stay. As, as stupid. Just Brable, it's stupid. He's in. under contract as GM and coach. Stupid. Rabel is his own person. He he knows Bill. I'm sure he loves Bill. He respects Bill. If I am a head coach, I want Bill nowhere near me. It's my team now. Because Bill being half of it, it's going to butt heads. He's going to want the whole thing. He wouldn't agree to it. Um, and I don't imagine someone like Mike Rabel. So one of them is in. One of them is out. And I, I would imagine that we are going to hear both of the ins and outs soon after one another. I think it's going to be it's going to be either it's going to be Bill's fired, probably Vrabel's hired next day. That's my um, my opinion. If Bill is fired, then Vrabel's already been hired by that point. Correct. Yes, I think it's a done deal. I think Bill's completely kept in the loop, transparency. Throughout the whole thing, um, and I don't think that he gets traded. I, I honestly don't know. I said I don't know if he'll even coach again. I think he will. I don't think he does the the year off Sean Payton. I think he doesn't really have the time to do that. But you have to consider he's seventy two. He's old. Starting over is not something that you know he would probably love to do. He's got six good years in him, maybe. Um, I think it's going to be a, a Washington. Situation, maybe Atlanta. I think it's Atlanta. Stay, stay on the East. That roster's great. They have the ninth pick. That's not bad. Eighth, maybe. Um, and I think those are the only two options. Something feasible. Something where you can still maintain, uh, you know, a sense of livelihood. Um, but he also has a chance to actually do something. So I, I think it is one of those two teams. I, I'm going to go out and say it right now. I think Bill's gone because of the Brable decision. Before the Brable decision, I thought he was staying. 
Um, I, I was getting was fired. I was getting convinced think, he was staying too. Before yeah, that, I think he's gone. I think Vrabel is in. I think it happens quickly next week, may if not by Friday. And I think uh, now Bill's hiring process is going to be a little bit different. Oh, I think that's going to be spread out. I think that's going to take some time. He's got a lot to think about and go over, and he's got a lot of money to ponder, or if he's going to coach again. So that might not happen for a while, but the Patriots are going to work quickly. If he's gone, they're going to let him know. They're going to keep him in the loop. It's going to happen this week. They need to get somebody in the building and start scouting. They have the third pick in the draft. You're, ha- you're 100% right, Cam. They have to move quickly. They have to, because if we're going to reset this thing, we have to do this now. If they drag this shit out, I will be incensed. It would be the dumbest possible thing you could do to drag this out. All right. I would imagine next episode we're going to be having a conversation. Oh, and Tucker's going to get an absolute earful from me. It's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> or maybe I'll be getting one from him. All right. Giants, Cam, autopsy on the season. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'll keep it a little bit shorter. Um, I'm thrilled that we beat the Eagles. We needed that win more than we needed to have one better pick. And plus, the Chargers are ahead of us. They're not taking a quarterback. So that that is meaningless. I think we're going to take a quarterback. Let's backtrack. So we blow out the Eagles to end the season. We got everybody on a high note. Haven't beat the Eagles in a while. Um, going into the off season here, we have a lot of things to think about. Six is a is a is a fine pick. It's where we got Daniel Jones. Scares me a little bit. If we want to go with the top one of the top three receivers or one of the top three quarterbacks, we have it. Personally, I don't want to go receiver. I think we got to build offensive line. It's all going to depend on free agency. We have proven time and time again, however, we cannot do free agent wide receivers. It's never worked. Brandon Marshall, terrible. Kenny Galladay, horrid. Uh, Golden Tate, not good. And then Paris Campbell this year didn't touch the field. So we cannot do free agent wide receivers. We have Wendell Robinson, who showed a lot of spark. Darius Slayton's been a good guy. He just can't catch the ball. Has one of the best separation rates in the league. Darren Waller's still there. Um, And then we got Jalen Hyatt, who I don't think they utilized enough. So we have young guys. We do need uh, somebody star. So I'm not going to be too mad if we get neighbors, if we get offensive line in the offseason. Now, the good thing about the Giants is that we don't have anybody that we really need to re-sign. So we can free up a lot of cap. Xavier McKinney and Isaiah Simmons. Xavier McKinney is the number one priority. We need to sign him tomorrow. Um, no, Not a Pro Bowl guy, but a, the, probably the best defender on our team outside of Dexter Lawrence. Um, PFF grade safety was number four in the league this year. Um, did not miss one snap the entire season. Played every single defensive snap, along with Bobby Okurki, who's also going to be um, not a free agent. Xavier McKinney, Isaiah Simmons on the defense. Everyone else on the entire team, I swear to God, we can we can go ahead and let go. <laughs> um, it does not matter. So I'm excited for the offseason. I think um, we have a, a, a full team coming back. Now, we also made some fantastic moves. Coaching. We fired the special teams coordinator, who we did gone, and our offensive lineman uh, coach. 
Bobby Johnson, who was the most hated man in the tri-state area, I think. So that's great. Um, we're already on the hunt for Antonio Pierce, as we mentioned, Wink Martindale, who everything I'm reading, obviously Giants fans are going to say, you know, the guy that's leaving, it's his fault. Everything I'm reading points to that. Apparently there were big problems in Baltimore with him. Um, he's notorious for not getting sacks. He's Kayvon Thibodeau was the first guy he has ever coached that had 10 or more sacks. Uh, Matt Judon, once he left wing scheme, became uh, an animal, and everybody on the Ravens obviously doing the same. So I'm fine with Wink going. We didn't have a great defense, obviously, and I think we do have the players. Uh, Sterling Shepard retired today, fifth all-time in Giants receptions. Could not have told you that. Didn't know he played a full three seasons. He didn't. He was injured all the time, Um, and he dropped a lot of passes as well. But you know what? Giants receivers not notorious for being great. Altogether, the autopsy shows this. A lot of holes, a lot of holes to be filled. I think the biggest priority right now is going to be getting somebody at quarterback that can compete and sit behind, if necessary, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is getting paid $40 million for keeping him on the team. That is no question about it. He's probably going to be the week one starter. That's fine. I want a guy that can sit behind him for a full year if we have to. Daniel Jones, people forget, went 9-7-1. Okay? If we, if we have a healthy Daniel Jones, I don't think that it's impossible that we do that again. And if we go 9-7-1 and one and make the playoffs with a guy that's sitting there behind him, learning throughout this process, like a Jaden Daniels, like a Drake May, should it be him, an ACC quarterback, white guy at pick six, did not work out for us the last time. But whatever, I'll trust the process. I think there's a lot of holes to be filled. It's not going to be, Rome's not going to be built in a day. But uh, I'm optimistic the Eagles' win meant more than a draft pick. The Giants are <coughs> looking uh, better than the Patriots. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you guys are in a better spot than us because uh, I think you need less. Um, obviously, a lost season. I had you guys make the playoffs. Um, yeah, a lot to fix, though. A lot to fix. I think. I think you guys would be smart to wait on quarterback, try to bring in a vet at a low cost and just not necessarily punt on next year, but, you know, try to just build and get into that, you know, eight to 10 win areas, you know, with, with, with some guy like Baker or Kirk or, you know, somebody that shakes loose, uh, have him and Danny. Compete. That's not happening. By the way. No, no veteran. No, absolutely, absolutely, positively not. Tyrod Taylor is the closest thing we're getting. To okay, yeah, I, okay. So, all right, maybe you know more than I do. So, I think you guys got to be very careful about taking a quarterback, though. Um, obviously, Danny was a reach, you know, and hasn't panned out. I think Drake May is a similar type guy, um, although we may end up with him. Um, I think if Williams or May aren't available, I can see them – Taking a guy like Daniels, um, if he falls, I don't know if he'll get there uh, with all the talk about him. If they reach for a guy like Penix, I think that would be a horrible decision. I think it is better for you guys to take a guy. I don't I don't necessarily think you stay away from neighbors. I think he's a good player. Um, maybe not what you need right now. You're right. 
I, I, you know, as much as we've made fun of the Joe Alt thing and the what's the other guy's name, Fanishu or something like that, the other tackle. Yeah, depends. I, I think that would be a good pick for you guys. I really don't think it would be bad. Obviously, you've taken tackles high in the past and it hasn't worked out, but you know, you you need an offensive line to to be good in the league. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's I I don't have as great of an eye on the Giants this year, um, but I think there's a long way to go, and I think just like I said with the Patriots. You got to make baby steps. You're not going to fix this in one year with the quarterback situation. Um, you guys won too many games, unfortunately, to do that. And if you think they're not going to bring in a guy, then I think you have to just have Danny out there and see what he can do. Um, or Tyrod, if he wins the job. My honest opinion, uh, just based on all the pressers I've watched, and the Giants are notorious for lying straight to your face in the press conferences. <laughs> Whatever they say, you do the opposite. I'm... At this point, I think 90% sure if there's one of the top three QBs at, available at six, we take them. Because I think that the, the they're so aggressive, Dable and, and Shane, that they are in win now. They don't need to be per se, but New York media gets people in and out quick. We are in win now mode. Um and we understand that we probably overpaid, so we're going to get a guy to compete with the guy pay, that we're paying to get a fire under his ass um, and try to make, bring the team back. I, if, I'm pretty sure that we're going to draft the quarterback at six. If you have if you have a top ten pick again next year, is is Dayball gone? That's it's impossible to say. You don't you don't lean one way or the other because seven seven and ten can get you. I mean, seven and ten can get to your top ten pick, and it depends on kind of how the course of the season goes. If we have injuries, like we did this year, playing three different quarterbacks every week, I mean, not much you can do there. Uh, Tuck, any thoughts no, on the any thoughts on the G Men? Uh, yeah, my first question is to Cam is about. So you do think you're in a better spot than the Pats right now? Yes. Interesting, because I, I I disagree fully, but um, I just I don't I the G men I I think the win was the right thing. I think you're dead on about the win being the best thing for your team. There, I think it's better than having the um the one pick higher in the draft, especially if it's just one pick. <laughs> and I think the top three are generational and then it's kind of a crap shoot after that but there's plenty of great talent throughout the board um my only issue is i just don't i don't know i feel like there's not enough black given to dable right now i agree i mean because they gave him they gave drake made this i mean sorry um oh my god i'm trying to play daniel on jones game. daniel jones this big contract like it was given to him like you can say like oh you know he deserved it but if you didn't think he was going to be the guy then you shouldn't get him regardless so only played three games (coughs) i'm just out (coughs) me too don't get me wrong but if we're going to pay him i want him playing or at least competing with somebody to play yeah, no, I understand that. I just don't think he should have ever been paid, and that was a bad decision by management. Um, but 
I I think the win was good. The team, I think, has a lot of holes still, obviously. And that giant contract is just going to be a huge problem for next season. I know that it's only a one-season thing, but it's the fact that you now just don't have the ability to get a top QB and the fact that you have this huge thing on your books is just tough. Well, it's not because the, the money situation isn't going to be bad for us. I think we're 20th in cap right now. And I'm telling you, when I say that we're only going to need to sign three guys in, in free agency, we're not to say that we're going to do that. We are going to let so many people go. Dory Jackson's eating up a huge contract right now. Bye. He's gone. Um, and then we got a couple um, people that we signed after their rookie contract that are going to be gone as well. Matt Pert, an offensive lineman that's done nothing for us. Shane Lemieux, the same thing. We got guys that you don't hear about, obviously, um, that we signed to a contract thinking they could do something and they didn't. That's why our cap was in underwater. And now we're going to be fine. We're going to let go of a lot of people. We have good drop capital. We have four picks in the first seven, uh, first 70 picks. Um, and we're going to sign free agent guys like we've been doing the past couple of seasons, whether it's the one-year deals. That's kind of the way that we're, we're going to have to live. It's year by year at this point, which is unfortunate. Um, but it, it, we never really had a full roster together anyway this year. We had 25 different freaking offensive lines out there. We had mismatches on defense, which is not a good thing by any means. But it's not to say that we're breaking up a, a whole team. We'll keep the star players that we need, which, thank God, all of them are already on contract. We don't need to re-sign them. And we'll adjust when we need. We've been, Joe Shane's been doing good at uh, roster adjustments. I'm actually not worried about Daniel Joe's contract. I'm worried about him being terrible. I don't know. I just look at the top eight draft picks. And each of the QB, I mean, coaches are either on the hot seat, fired, the only one that's not is the Cardinals coach who's a first-year coach and got put in a terrible, you know, I don't think anyone believed anything about the Cardinals this year. Um, I do. I just, with that okay, well, being... was coach of the year last year, so... Yeah, and I'm just saying, so was... That's um, why I'm saying if you guys suck again this year, he should be in trouble. Matt Nagy could be on the hot seat, sure. As of right now, I'm not putting into question his job. I said next year, though. I didn't say right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a soothsayer. But I'm telling you, I'm giving you a scenario in which they are bad again. And in you're, which they are bad again. You're you're yes. holding on to Dayball a little You're holding on to Dayball a little bit. Of course. Right. I mean, you would want to be on your coach, right? The guy that's leading the team. No, you don't have to be. I'm certainly not. Mine won six Super Bowls. But you're asking me to tell tell you to you really want me to say that Dable should be fired if they do bad next year? Yes. And the, the I do. answer is maybe. I don't know. It depends how it changes. <laughs> if out. I was you and they suck next year, I would want Dable fired. That's all. If I'm it's saying. his fault, yes. I'm a results oriented guy. So Okay. Yes. Uh In Dale, the future if something happens. You've been resting your vocal cords. Giants. Um, Tuck, uh, I'd like to remind Tucker that he had uh, uh, Kyler Murray winning MVP this, this year. So. Kyler Murray, if it's he wasn't ricochet. had a shot, I didn't know that he was going to miss the first eight games of the season. That's on me. <laughs> he probably yeah, should have. Well, he tore his ACL in like week 11. I, yeah, uh, I just come back from that all the time. Anyway, uh, 
Giants, uh, here's the thing with the Giants. I don't think they should worry about QB position this offseason at all. They're too locked in. Um, I would build a roster uh, now with other, you know, with other components that you need. Uh, Like Cam said, Jones last year pretty much proved to most naysayers. I mean, I know they kind of crumbled there at the end. They played a lot of tough teams at the end of last season, though. Um, uh, But he he got he got his contract. I think that uh, you can say at the time you think it was deserved. Okay, so um, no, no, that's the price that quarterbacks were going for. So I mean, okay, if it was thirty million a year instead of forty or whatever the heck it was, then sure. But he played well enough to be like, okay, you're our starter for the next what is it, four years, whatever. Um, so you're kind of stuck with that. I don't think you need to draft a quarterback this season. Like in the first round, you know, somebody falls down that you think maybe has got a chance of being a backup. I don't know, but I wouldn't worry about it. Um, like Cam said, they they need to make all their adjustments, uh, coaching wise, uh, get the defense figured out, uh, and I, I don't expect them to be as bad next year. Um, I think this was a, just a one-off off bad year, and then they kind of didn't try to win there for a little bit. So. All right. I think I think it'll be better next year. I think they'll be marginally better. <clears throat> All right. So that is the autopsy of our two teams. Hopefully, well, we're definitely not done talking about the Patriots because next week's going to be interesting. But hopefully, we can put them to bed a little bit. Um, NFL playoffs. Now, our competition at the beginning of the year, we each selected our teams that would make the playoffs. I had the Bills, Eagles, Bengals, Lions, Jags, Saints, Chiefs, Niners, Jets, Dolphins, Ravens, Giants, Vikings, Cowboys. Dylan had Bills, Eagles, Bengals, Lions, Jags, Saints, Chiefs, 49ers, Jets, Ravens, Chargers, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings. Tucker had Bills, Eagles, Ravens, Vikings, Jags, Saints, Chiefs, 49ers, Chargers, Browns, Patriots, Lions, Cowboys, Seahawks. Cam had Jets, Eagles, Bengals, Lions, Jags, Saints, Chiefs, 49ers, Bills, Dolphins, Broncos, Vikings, Giants, Rams. Um, so, based on those picks, one point has been awarded to every correct team. And we are, we got a competition this year, boys. I have eight points. Tucker has eight points. Dylan has seven points. And Cam has seven points. The teams that screwed us, the Jags. Um, the, uh, Jets caused some problems. What was the other one? The Saints. Saints caused big problems. Everybody had Saints. Um, unfortunately for Tucker and Cam though, two of their, uh, three of their Super Bowl teams, one for Tucker, both for Cam are not in the playoffs. So they will not have an opportunity to pick up those five points for each NFC championship. However, everybody's Super Bowl champion is in for those 10 points, except for Cam. So Cam is in the worst spot. Um, Any reaction to that, gentlemen? Cam? I missed you, sorry. 
Let me see how to do that. Time right. out. Neither of your Super Bowl teams ne- made Neither of your Super Bowl teams are in. Well, let's go. Let's hold on now. They're not. Tied, I believe. I also have six that the Browns will win it and the Bills will make it. Both in the AFC, I understand that. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, and double down on my Browns take. Okay, and, but that uh, doesn't matter because it was the preseason picks for this competition. So. Oh really? Yes. I thought maybe it was that. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a great, good takes, good takes. But all right. Let's pick some games. One point each for each correct game selected. We will start with Browns-Texans. Interesting game. You've got the red-hot Joe Flacco capturing his 2013 essence once again. You've got the Texans who have been a little up and down. Stroud's been hurt here and there. Had a big game to uh, lead them into the playoffs. I think I'm taking the Browns here. I think the Flacco Magic's going to keep running for a little bit. This team might go on a run. This is my dark horse of the teams. I know a lot of people are picking them to go on a run, but it just, to me, feels like they shouldn't. With Joe Flacco, he'll turn into a pumpkin. I've said this. But as of right now, he hasn't yet. So I'm going to take the Browns here. Um, Tucker, since you're, in, you're tied for first with me, who you got? Browns, Texans. All right. Brick is being a dick. Yeah, I think I'm on your side on this one. I think the Texans have had an awesome run. CJ Stroud is the future, but this team is hurt. Will Anderson's coming off will be coming off an injury. I'm imagining he will play, but it's still not confirmed yet if he'll play. Um, and then I gotta take this away from Brick before he guys insane. Um, and the Browns. Look good. I mean, Joe Flacco is getting rested. It's crazy. Like, this is awesome. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to say that the run's going to keep going. Good for the Browns. Uh, I love both these teams, though, so this is a tough one for me. Uh, Cam. <coughs> yeah, I think the Browns as well. I hate to match you guys here, but uh, the reason I'm taking the Browns, well, I'll explain my reasoning a little bit later. Browns. Dylan. Um, I'm going to take the Browns as well. I think uh, the Texans, um, I think the Browns have too many uh, passing threats and with the way Flacco's been playing, um, I don't, the, the Browns, I, or not the Browns, the Texans, in watching the game against uh, Colts this past weekend, I mean, they struggled for like three minutes against Taylor. I think that, I think the Browns run game is, you know, Nothing special, uh, but I, their passing game is just better. And the Texans' defense against the pass is not nearly as good as their defense against the run. So for that reason, I'm going with the Browns. Sorry, All that right. took me a while to say. Second game, we've got the Peacock game. Won't be watching it. Won't be paying for this garbage. Um, it's exclusively on Peacock. 
Dolphins Chiefs. Very, very. I'll, I'll live stream it too, Trey. Okay, very interesting game, Dolphins Chiefs. Um, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the upset. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Um, Dolphins coming off a tough, tough, tough couple of weeks. Ravens smoked them. Um, nope, never mind. I'm not doing it. I'm going with the Chiefs. The pa- the Patriots have won more games against uh, teams over 500 this year than the Dolphins. They are frauds. I I don't I can't believe I almost just did that. No, they're frauds. The Chiefs beat them. They can't beat good teams. They beat one good team all year in the boys. Or no, they lost that game. I don't remember who they beat. They beat one good team all, all year. The Bills, the first time, I think. Um, they are frauds. They stink. Um, Chiefs beat them handily. I'll take the Chiefs. Uh, Tucker. Uh, I'm taking from the Chiefs here. This is, I mean... The Chiefs will get right. This feels like the start of it. I'm not sure if this is a Super Bowl year for the Chiefs. I'll be waiting to see how they play in this game before I decide anything. Um, but the Chiefs are just the Chiefs, and it's hard to just overlook them in any scenario. I know they've looked bad for a lot of this season, but it's just hard to ever say that the Chiefs are going to lose a football game. And the first round of the playoffs just doesn't seem like where it's going to be. This is the, the battle of the frauds versus the cursed. The jet curse, Taylor Swift curse versus the frauds. Uh, Cameron. Yep, I got the Chiefs. I will explain my reasoning once oh again. My, oh uh, my God. I will <laughs> Dylan. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, and I think it comes down to uh, Pat Mahomes is just a better quarterback, better under pressure. Um, I, I think, I, I know his offensive weapons have been not great. He throws the ball too hard, as we have explained. Uh, but uh, I think two is going to make too many mistakes. You're going to have a few interceptions that are going to cost him the game too many turnovers for the Dolphins to end up losing. Tua has pooped himself against... Also, their... Uh, Deep, their corner, I think, is still out. The what's his face, the Pro Bowler? Well, they're no, Dolphins. Xavier Howard is out. Yes. Yeah, they, and they lost Chubb recently. They're all sorts of hurt. They just signed Justin Houston. Um, what off the and street? And Bruce, Bruce Irvin as well. Also, the game is going to be zero degrees. It is going down as potentially the coldest game in NFL history. Tucker tried to say uh, that Kansas City wasn't cold like a month ago. Just remember I that. I did remember. No, it was last night. Too far north. It's going to be very it's cold. It's the opportunity to be the coldest game in NFL history. <laughs> um, all right. All, everybody with the same picks so far. I don't think we're going to switch here either. Steelers-Bills. Steelers limping into the playoffs. Bills playing their best football of the year right now, um, which is very frustrating as a Bills hater and a Bills denier. Uh, Bills are like 5-1 and one since uh, McDermott talked about 9-11, so that's pretty crazy. Um, I'm going to take the Bills here. I think they're playing their best football. Like I said, won a big game last week. They've got all the momentum. I just don't think the Steelers are very good. However, Mike Tomlin remains just an animal, just Wins games he shouldn't. Just gets it gets crappy teams with Mason Rudolph into the playoffs. What a legend! God, I wish he was available. I want him as my head coach. Um, 
I'll take the Bills here. Tuck? Yeah, I'm taking the Bills. Uh, I don't believe in the Steelers team at all. They literally lost to the Patriots. Uh, they did. <laughs> yeah, we'll forget about that. Like, this team forget. is actually bad. Um, they went against some teams that... So did the Bills. <laughs> so did the Bills. That's two playoff teams. That's yeah, ridiculous. They two teams the Patriots would be, and I didn't think about it like that. This is the, the loser bowl. Uh, Cam? Okay, now I get ready for my explanation. I will take the Bills. Now, the reason I took Browns, Chiefs, Bills is because the script is unbelievable, unmatched. There is absolutely no way that the NFL does not have Joe Flacco going back to NT Bank to play his old team. This is something you don't get. Is prime Joe Flacco in a wild card spot, won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. He's now in the same spot with a division rival with an opportunity <coughs> to go back to Baltimore. Yeah, no way. The only way that that can happen is if the Browns win, of course, and then the two other higher seeds win, the Bills and the Chiefs. Now, that's not that unlikely, but also what do we get on the other end? Bills versus Chiefs in Buffalo. That is, one, one of the biggest rivalries in, in the AFC right now is the Allen versus Mahomes. They've played now two or three times in the playoffs already. Um, I think it's twice. They played earlier in the regular season when Mahomes yelled at uh, Allen after the game, saying it was the worst call you ever seen. That rematch in the playoffs with Flacco going back to Baltimore, hammer it on every book you've ever owned. Those are the matchups. They are already set. Sorry, Dolphins. Steelers, you are not going to be seeing another week. And the Texans, CJ, your dad's going to stay in jail for this one. (laughs) Dylan. Uh, yeah, I got bills. Uh, I love the explanation, Cam. Um, uh, just real quick on the Steelers, just finding finding a way to, to make the playoffs very improbable. Uh, just another winning season or above five hundred season. Well, I guess it is winning season. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's just. Congrats to them. Seriously. Tomlin does not lose many games; just does refuses. So I mean, congrats to them, but they're gonna—they might lose by fifty. Tucker is a Tomlin hater. I am. Like, I'm sorry. We're gonna like stick, stay here, and be like, "Yeah, wasn't it so sick that they went just about 500 and had no chance of winning a bowl for the 20th year in a row?" <laughs> like, it's a good I'm point. Sorry, but like, you're like, "Hey, pay, like, can you believe it?" The the Bruins are the biggest chokers in history. But on the other hand, Mike Tomlin makes the playoffs every single year, has done nothing with it besides one Super Bowl, almost exactly like the Bruins. Correct. But he's awesome. He is the best. Also, they're also the so, same colors. Like, I, I'm just, oh, I don't, related. I just don't understand your logic behind saying the Bruins are the biggest frauds in history. But Mike Tomlin is not a fraud, and he's the best. I don't want to get into it too much, but the the Bruins have like won the President's Trophy a bunch. That's part of the reason. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, they uh, the Steelers and have had teams Steelers that should not are, have been as good of a record. The Steelers are the best regular season team over the last twenty years. Uh, they're the second. I don't. Team. I don't think so. Behind the Patriots, who actually won shit. Yeah, I believe they're the second winningest franchise over that period. Um, 
Okay. Packers Cowboys. My gut says Packers because the Cowboys always lose this game. But I've been tricked again. I have every, every year you do this. Every we can, we can single year. Of you picking the Cowboys every single game, I think, every since we started this podcast. Single year. I know, I know, and I acknowledge it. They have tricked me again. I think this Cowboys team is different. I think they could go on a run. <laughs> we done boys. We done boys. <laughs> I do. I don't know. They, they've won some really good games. They've been really good. Dak has been really good. CeeDee Lamb is unbelievable. Micah Parsons is the best player in the NFL. Like, they're, they're, they're just good. They're good. They win this game. They lose the next one, though. I'm not picking them in the next one. They do win this game. I'll take the boys. Hey, I'm so stupid. Tucker. Uh, I'm also taking the boys. Uh, as long as they're at home, they'll win. Um, Cam. There is no reason at all, you're absolutely right, that the Cowboys... Should even come close to losing this game. They might, though. I got the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Easily, easily winning this game. Um, another cool story, Mike McCarthy going back to, uh, or um, playing against Green Bay. <coughs> Jordan Love's had an outstanding season. But uh, you're right. Completely <coughs> outmatched on every single level. Jair Alexander uh, is going to be working very hard to cover three guys. They have them outmatched literally everywhere. Brandon Cooks um, has had such a good year, too. He's had a great year. Jake Ferguson, the tight ends, had a great year. Michael Parsons better than anybody on the other defense. Cut Rob Packers win this game. <laughs> I don't hate that pick. First separate pick from everybody else. Cam. The ghost of Cam. Dylan, who you got? I'm going with the Cowboys. Right. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. I, I, honest, I honestly hope they lose. All right, here we go. This is an interesting one. This one could go either way, I think. Um, Rams-Lions. Rams playing some of their best ball. Lions have rounded back into form. Um, I'll tell you what. Sean McVay has proven that he is probably top two, if not one, coach in the NFL. This team wasn't supposed to be that good. I know some guys, some of us had them in the playoffs. I think Cam was high on them um, going in. Cam had them, and that's it. Cam was the only one that had them. So Cam was high on them, but a lot of people weren't. Sean McVay continues to put together good teams, even with a broken down Stafford, who Cam also said was going to be out this year. Um, and Stetson would step in. But Rams-Lions, revenge game, the trade, Goff versus Stafford. I'm going to take the Rams here. Um, I think the Lions are still the Lions, and there's still going to be mistakes. I think Stafford's going to be hyper-motivated. Puka Naku is incredible. Cooper Cup's still good. Uh, it just it feels like a, a not so much a revenge game. It'd be more of a revenge game for Jared Goff, honestly. Um, but it feels like this is just an area where the Lions being the Lions and they can't win no matter what they do. They finally have a good season, finally win the division for the first time ever, I think. And they get beat by their old quarterback. So I'm going to take the Rams here. Tuck? Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Lions here. Uh, I, I agree with everything you say, but it might be a hard versus head game. There's part of my head that says 
Rams win this, but it would be a great story for the Lions to win it. And I think I'm kind of getting infatuated with that. And that's why I'm probably going with this. But uh, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I can't not. I love this Lions team. Do I think they have what it takes to make a bowl? No, I think Dan Campbell's an idiot. I think he's one of the worst coaches in the NFL. I really do. Um, I think he's just a guy that people are like, they ride with him because he's fucking awesome. But is he good? No. Meathead head coach. Doesn't work out. Um, which would be very Vrabel. So I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot there. Uh, Cam. Yeah, you know, the I want to specify. You don't Grable's think like a big tough guy. I think he's much smarter. I agree with that, but I also think he's a meathead, sort of, less of a meathead. He's not going for two from the seven yard line because he said he was going for two, so he's gonna go for two. <laughs> like that's just not the way Brable is. <laughs> go ahead, Cam. Um, I think the Lions win this game. I, um, I'm going to pick the Rams because the, the reason I think the Lions, a couple things. Um, they haven't won it in so long. They really haven't. This is kind of their year. They won the division. They've made the playoffs three times with Stafford and the Lions. They lost every time, uh, but never a division winner. They always came in a wild card. They get a home game here. Everything's pointing in the direction. Um, this was the trade, right? This was the big trade. The Rams traded Stafford for Goff. Uh, all the picks, it worked out for them. I am hoping and praying that the Lions win this game. But not really, because I'm picking the Rams. I also put that money line uh, in, in a parlay. So whatever happens in this game, I think I will be uh, satisfied. I'll be happy. This is going to be my favorite game of the weekend. Dylan. Um, now, my gut is telling me to go with the Rams. Uh, I, I think they still have talent. I think their defense isn't half bad. Their offense has dynamic weapons. Um, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go Rams. The only reason why I was thinking of going Lions was try to squeak a point up against Trey and get back to even. But we can we can do that later. I'm going with the Rams. I want to see him win. Uh, I think it would be funny uh, to have Stafford you know, just kick the Lions again, first leaving them and winning a bowl and then beating the pants out of them uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So I'm going Stafford and the Rams. All right, final game. Eagles-Bucks. Um, I... Everyone's saying the Eagles are dead. They've had a terrible month. The Buccaneers have put together a surprising season, as we talked about. Um, a lot of people think this is a great spot for the Bucs. I think it's a very good spot for the Bucs. However, this is, like I said earlier, just is a spot where it's like, okay, well, everyone's expecting the upset here, and it's not going to happen. I think the Eagles win this game. I think they put it back together. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going back. I think they are. There are a lot of problems that – are not being fixed. I think Jalen Hurts has turned into a pumpkin. Um, did have a much better year than Justin Fields, though. We didn't mention that at the top of the pod, Cam. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles here just because it's like kind of a reverse a reverse psychology thing. Like, I think the Bucs could very well win this game, but this is the this is like the game where you go in, you're like, oh, Bucs are going to win, and then 
Eagles blow them out. So I'll take the Eagles here. Uh, Tuck. I gotta take the Bucks here. I had it as my take, so it'd be wrong of me to go against my own take. I'm taking the Bucks. Everyone's saying like the Eagles are gonna turn it around. They've been saying it for six weeks now. Now that the playoffs are here, apparently they'll figure it out. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Baker's a dog. I like him in the playoffs. Uh, you know what? There might be a There's a storyline that no one's brought up yet. I don't think in media at all. I want to see a Bucks Brown Super Bowl. Oh, that would be disgusting. Baker Mayfield. Two, Brown, te- two teams I hate. Two teams I absolutely cannot stand. Oh, that would be foul. Cam. But you kind of love it. No, I hate them both. I hate them no, both. No, I would hate I really would hate it. You would hate it? Yes. I, 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 would love, I would love the Bucks' future that I have to hit. Or the Browns' future, I mean. Um, I am going with the Eagles. I would love nothing more, once again, than the Bucks to win. But I am emotionally hedging. I also have the Eagles minus two and a half in a parlay. So we're going to go with the Eagles on camera. I will be rooting for the Bucks. I will also be rooting for the Bucks here, oddly. Actually, never mind. I don't I don't hate the Eagles. I don't know why I said that. I, I'm rooting for the Eagles. Um, Dale. Um, I have the Eagles, like I said. I think they're gonna blow the doors off the Bucks. I'm surprised these last two games were only uh, one different pick. So to recap, we all have the Chiefs, we all have the Bills. Cam has the Packers. The rest of us have the boys. Tucker has the Lions. The rest of us have the Rams. Tucker has the Bucks. The rest of us have the Eagles. So if things go Tucker's way, he could he could uh, take quite a decent lead here. But uh, a lot of things have to happen for that to, to go down. So, all right. Uh, Ways to takes parlay. Now, we've decided since there is a limited number of games, we can open it up to different uh, bets, statistics, uh, touchdown scores, uh, things like that. I haven't looked too in depth at the lines. I don't know if anybody has a line that they are excited about that they want to throw in early. Um, obviously, there's going to be some conflict of interest with us having different picks on some of these games. But you know, we win as a team, we lose as a team, we ride and we die. Obviously, oh, I forgot to mention, wasted takes parlay from two weeks ago was terrible. Um, Failed utterly 1-16 and 16 overall on the season. Um, Tucker, 4-13 and 13 with a loss. Myself picked up a win, 9-7-1. Cam picked up a win, 10-5-2. Dylan with a loss, 7-9-1. And, and guest pickers, 0-1 on the year. Um, so a loss. 7-9-1, not terrible. Not great. <laughs> Um, does anybody have a line that they're super in love with here? Oh, I, I did, did, but I don't think. I did, but I don't think it. Uh, am, I, am I on? Am I on? Yeah, it? I hear you. I had I what I loved, but I don't think it's. I think it changed. I had Rams plus three and a half. Um, do you see that, or is it at three now? I have Rams at plus three. That's tough. And you have the Eagles at plus three or minus three as well. Eagles at minus three. Yep, I got that at two and a half. I got Rams at three now. I'm happy about that. Um, come back to me then. 
All right. I think I'm going to go pretty chalk here. It's something the entire pod can get on uh, with, on board with. I'll take Chiefs minus four. Um, like I said, <laughs> you can't get on board with that? I mean, I'm going to have to. I, I Maybe, yeah, it's probably four, three. Would we rather take the money line? No, I would rather you, you take that. Yeah, I just think that they're they'll win by at least a touchdown. I like. I I think they'll yeah. win by at least. A t- I, I think the Dolphins are so fake. They're hurt. They're fake. They haven't beat anybody. They will not beat this team. The Chiefs are not good. They are good. They're not great. But the Dolphins just are not real. They're a fugazi, fugazi, a woozy, a wazi. I'm taking Chiefs minus four. I'm happy with that pick. I'm sorry if you aren't. I'm going. I'm going Chiefs minus four. That's my leg. I also don't feel like I was thinking Nakua anytime touchdown. I hate these bets. I hate anytime touchdown bets. They sink parlays. But I just I can't. I can't do it. Nakua um, anytime touchdown I like. I like the over for Stafford touchdown passes. I love Jordan Ferguson touchdown, the Cowboys. The tight end? Is that your line? Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. Anytime, first. Anytime Jake Ferguson touchdown is my leg. Okay. And I'm hot. Do I'm you- the hottest there ever has been. I'm 10 5 and 1 in the season. I haven't put it any time in. Jake Ferguson, anytime. Cam, you might want to just consider solo betting next season on top of the. Oh, no. Days. I don't bet on anything I say on the show, by the way. Not <laughs> once. Well, you bet on our parlay every week. Yeah, that's it. But unfortunately, I got you guys to carry. <laughs> uh, anybody else have a leg that they're in love with or like? You know what? I got something gross. Tucker is ice and cold think- and keeps going to gross picks. Just keeps doing it. You know what? If you like it, it's going to fail. I hate it. I, I also know it's the right side. It's Bills minus 10. Oh. This team is oh. <laughs> Bad. The Steelers even bad. I don't think they put up a point. Josh Allen's I mean, dumb though. Yeah, but guess who he's going up against? Someone dumber. His name's Mason Rudolph. <laughs> EJ Watt's not playing. Like you're gonna be like, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I don't know, Mason Cam. Rudolph should be able to outsmart somebody. No, he's an idiot. It's the right EJ Watt's out. I like it. All right. It's. it's I mean, what? Who, who's left on that team? No one. Uh, George Pickens, who's having a great year all of a sudden. Walk off the field at halftime. Like, no, I like it. I like it. 14 and a half, and George Pickens Antonio Brown it and just walk off the field. Never. Maybe we'll get nine and a half before kickoff. God, I love George Pickens. I, hope it go, I think it'll probably go to 11 before kickoff. <laughs> I, love I love it, Tuck. You've convinced me. I'm in. Outside of the oh, George Pickens slander, I'm in. I mean, George Pickens is a hothead. He's so good. They just needed to get a quarterback that could throw him the ball. Um, Dylan, it's up to you. Final leg. Um, final leg for me. Would we rather do a Rams plus three? But if we do Rams plus three, would we rather just do Rams money line or do we do... 
uh, a safer one at uh, Brown's money line. I don't think that either of those are safe. I'd take the money. Look. All right, so let's do Rams money line to round it out. Sorry, oh, talk. baby. We got money on the table here. We got here. money on the table here. All right. Bills. Minus 10. Rams money line. Jake Ferguson. Anytime touchdown. Chiefs minus four. That's a winner. I worry about the touchdown bet. I love it. <laughs> I really worry about the touchdown bet. I think that touchdown hits in the first four. I think, I think that's he's, I think I'm going to the first touchdown for fifty dollars. I yeah, I'm, I might just follow him on that one. Um, I'm going to see what the odds are. I'm probably not up yet, but all right, we are skipping list okay. guys because we have had a fully packed show. We're almost at two hours. There's one thing we have to touch on, which we didn't get a chance to really last. Obviously, last week with uh, no show, college football playoff. Michigan is your national champion. I'll will I will say this. Um, I didn't watch the Michigan game. Who did they play? Texas? No, not Texas. Um, who did they play again? Georgia? I don't even remember. Bama. Michigan Bama. Didn't watch that game, so I don't have much to say on it. But the Texas Washington game um, had me back. Had me in on Penix. I was in on him. I was in on him. I, I Tucker's tried all year to get me in on the kid. I watched that game. He was zinging it. He had he was accurate. He was throwing a hell of a ball. He was being smart, moving in the pocket well. Um, came out after, said, free my dog. I was like, this dude, I'm in. I'm in. Then the national championship happened. Boy, I've never been more out on it on this guy. Keep him he away from that- my team. This team this guy stinks. He couldn't hit the side of a barn. And I know he got hurt halfway through the game, but before that, he couldn't hit the side of the bar. He was just missing guys by five feet over their heads. It was insane. And I saw tweets about it. It's like, yep, he wasn't playing a fake conference defense anymore. He was playing a Big Ten defense, a legitimate defense, and he got smoked. And Michigan's really, really good. Don't get me wrong. Michigan's defense is is unbelievable. They play physical. They beat the hell out of those dudes. But... God, he stunk. And J.J. McCarthy's not good either. Both of these guys stink. I'm sorry if your team ends up with them. Um, however, I... I mean, either of those guys could be the next Giants QB. They could be the Patriots. You never know if we trade down. Um, you know, it's got to be a bag for us to trade down on. But, yeah, horns down. Glad Texas lost. They'll never be back. It's so funny. It's, it's like the Cowboys. We're back every year, and they lose. Um, yeah, Michigan was really good and I don't dislike Michigan. I I have a soft spot for them being Tom Brady's alma mater. Um, really good. Jim Harbaugh, really good. I know a lot of people are upset about the cheating stuff. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I've turned totally around on cheating in football. Um, we cheated when we were at our height of our power. It helped us out. Spygate, definitely real. Deflategate, probably a little fake, but also probably a little real. I can admit that now. Um, But he deserves an NFL job. I think he's out of there. I think he's going to take off. I think I said Raiders. Um, But, yeah, they're just a physical team. Defense was great. That Quorum kid is is a good, good player. 
He's a running back, so it won't really matter. But he'll be he'll be good for a team for a couple of years. Um, the Washington team, they're oh, you know they were good. The defense is always good on Washington. They always have good DBs. Um, I like their receiver. That what's his name? Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of the Michigan guy. I like that Romeo Odunza kid or whatever the hell his name is. Um, I like that kid. Romeo. Rome, yeah, that guy. I like that guy. Not a college football guy myself. I watched the game last night. Physical game. Penix stinks. He's so bad. Tucker, I want to get. I want to hear what you have to say about him. But um, I, JJ McCarthy's not good either. And and he's such a. He's got the therapist on the sideline. He's doing meditation before the games, making sure all the cameras are on him while he does it. He's just a weirdo. And he is a giant yeah. quarterback if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I sent I sent you guys a tweet before the show that said you can kill the idea but not the man and it was Daniel Jones and him. Um, I hope you guys end up with him. I don't think you will. But yeah, Michigan deserved it. They were the best team all year. They had their cheating scandal. So what? Beat them anyway. Beat them. You couldn't beat them. Uh, hail hail Michigan. Good good job. First championship in twenty four years or something like that. OSU got they just beat OSU and that makes Cam mad. Um, We'll go to Cam last because he hates Michigan. Tucker, college football playoff. Any any ideas? Any any changes on Penix? Horns down, your team loses. Uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, didn't care about the horns down as much because it was to a team that I also liked. I think it would have sucked for me if number one, I remembered to place the future I said I was going to place on Texas, and number two, if it wasn't to. Washington, when I was on a Michael Penix high. And I'm out on Michael Penix as an NFL QB. I still think he's a good player. I really do think That's he's fine. I agree with that. Like, I'm, but I'm out on him for a different reason than you. My reason being uh, he's too old. Like, I was looking at this thing. It's like C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, all 20 going to be 22 at the start of next season. He will be 24. He is a devout, like he's not like unfinished. Unlike these other guys, like he's got to be better than everybody for him to compete with them right now. He's also very injury prone. He's torn his ACL twice already. Yeah, exactly. Like an injury prone guy. I just, it's not something that I want to see. I'd just rather go with the young guy that has time to develop. I mean, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Caleb Williams, all 21 years old, versus this guy who's 24. I just don't see the advantage of getting the guy that's been there for forever, you know. It just makes more sense to go for the guy that uh, is younger and hasn't developed as much. I mean, I think this is a finished product that you see in Michael Penix versus the other guys are not finished products, clearly. Do you any thoughts on Michigan? Or any of the other teams, Bama? Um, Michigan is the best team in the country. Uh, they deserve to win the national title. They proved it. They beat Ohio State. They beat Alabama. They beat Washington. They beat everybody that, you know, the only team that maybe would be like, oh, we were better is Georgia. And Georgia, if they wanted to be in, they should have won beat Bama. That's at the end of the day, they didn't do what they had to do to be there. Um, so I like I'm not a Michigan guy, but it was the best 
they were the best team in the country this year, clearly. I mean, it was pretty clear by who they faced and who they beat. Yeah, kind of by a lot, too. They were just head and shoulders. Yeah, they were, you know, they were just head. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dill, you were watching the game last um, night. I did watch the game. Um, now, this game I thought was close. Uh, well, it, I thought, let me restart. The game itself, um, Michigan goes up early, and then uh, it was, what was it at half? Was it 13-13 at half? I do not recall. No. 17-10, I think. 17-10? No, I forget exactly uh, what it was, but at one point it was tied, right? Wasn't it tied? Oh, no, I'm thinking no. of something else. Zero zero, yeah. Was- anyway, it, it was seven, it was seventeen it was seventeen to ten and uh, Washington was down and they were driving and they threw a ball down to like the fifteen yard line uh, that was caught for a great gain and they called a hold on some lineman that was the worst one of the worst like holding calls that I've seen. I, I, there, there's a bunch of them, but I, like. This was not a hold at all. Um, would have put them in the driver's seat to try to tie the game up. Instead, they, you know, it was like two more downs. They had to punt. Um, and then Bama came back down and scored a field goal, I think, and went up 10. So, Or not Bama, uh, Michigan, obviously. And so they were, Washington was in the game. They could not get it together. Uh, obviously, the, the bad throws, the, 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 every play was kind of broken up. Uh, well, not every play, but a lot of plays were just like kind of scrambly plays. I mean, Michigan um, hit the shit out of them. Michigan, like, yeah, this is, a, this is a, a tough, it was a tough matchup, obviously, for Washington. They were just, you know, they weren't the stronger or the faster team. And so Michigan just one uh the, the whole thing on Penix is that I, I don't think you can define him by this one game i think his draft stock will be hit because of it um but you know if he threw the shit out of the ball uh against uh they played Bama, you said, Trey? No, they played Texas. Texas. Yeah, he played incredible. And he, looked, he was and awesome. he looked really, really good, right? And what was the final score? Doesn't matter, but give a rough estimate, like 30 to 10, say. If they lost the game 34 to 30 and he played the game that he played right then, draft stock would have been hit. So, like, I, 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 I'm not ready to... To say that he's a nobody, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pats trade down uh, and and snagged him later on in the first. To be honest, <coughs> I think when the lights are the brightest, that's when the real player comes out. And I mean, he was injured. I get that. I, I get that too, Trey. But this might be different. He's also just – it's the same thing I say, I get, I'd say against Williams. Like, he's a Pac-12 player. Like, that's what he is. He's just – they're just not that good. 
Um, Cameron, a lot to break down for you. Obviously, your most hated team wins the national championship. And FSU got destroyed. 63-3 by Georgia. Now, I know your quarterback wasn't there. Even if he was, you guys probably still get smoked. Uh, you guys would not have won the national championship had you made it with Jordan Travis, I don't think. I think that's I, fair to um, say. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Okay. I I think that um, I think FSU wins the national championship. And I'm not saying that as a fan. I'm saying that as a completely serious person who's watched the team. Um, sure, there's some bias in there, whatever. The 63-3, I won't get into. I, I seriously refuse because the, the difference between the players on the field – for our team and theirs, um, it's just astronomical. They had three starters sitting. We had 19 of 22. That's just that's so many more. So we won't get into that. Um, Michigan was so much better than Washington. Washington's a good team. They took advantage of a, of a Texas team who wasn't great. Um, the way the, the, the way it should have been, it should have been Michigan, Georgia. Georgia did not beat Bama. You're absolutely right. Georgia was also injured at that time. So I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but you got to win the game. Michigan was better. I hate people saying oh, the holding call. Washington had 12 chances for the best player in the country to make a play. And he overthrew and he underthrew and they dropped balls and they did not make the plays. They had guys out there wide open that he missed the throws or he didn't throw to them. They got a, a, a good break on a deep ball. He the holding, call, the holding call, probably bad, sure. Wasn't the 15-yard line. He went out about to the 35. I just went back and watched the video. You still got a score from the 35, and guess what? They couldn't. They had other opportunities to do it. They couldn't do it. They were still only, at that point, uh, tied, maybe down by four, if the kicker makes the field goal, which he almost missed the 25-yard. There's so many what-ifs. More of the story, Michigan was way better. They won the game by 31. Penix threw an interception late, panicking, knew it was going to happen. Um, th- that's that's just the way it goes. They scored 13 points. They're supposed to be this electrifying offense, best player in the league. Yeah, no, I'm out on them. They got pressure all night. Number 73 should be banned from the league. Um, I hate their helmets so much. I Washington? Nope. The other team. Michigan? <laughs> I hate them so much. I can't stand looking at him. JJ McCarthy is terrible. He's not good. It's not good. He had one. He had a. He had an escape from the pocket. If you could even say that, he had all the time in the world. By the way, he had a wide open hole up the middle on a third and ten. That was a great run from his own ten. Sure, he's got wheels. He's too afraid to take the hit though. Um, if it came down to in the NFL, he'd get destroyed. He's a skinny little puke. His dad touches his girlfriend's butt. He's done it twice. He did it again last night. He meditates once he sees the camera surrounding. He just sat down and pretended to meditate. What a loser. Therapist was on the sideline. I could have went out there. I promise you I could have went out there and won that game. I can hand off the ball just as well. I promise you I win that game for Michigan. I promise you. Blake Corum is awesome. I like that guy. I don't like many Michigan guys. I like Jabril Peppers in the past. Um, I like even Derek Jeter was, I was angry at last night, Michigan alum. It was up in the box with Steve and I, I hated it. I, I out loud said F you Derek Jeter, my childhood baseball hero. 
I hate that school. I hate their color colors. Maze, maze and blue. Idiots. Loser, loser, loser. Actually, school. they're the most winning college football they're team. Winning. They won, and they won it, and they were better than the other teams. And I hated every bit of it. One thousand and four um, wins all time. This, you know, one of them was against the high school team. <laughs> that was a big thing that came out. The depth of <laughs> I'll tell you why Michigan is the best team in the league and why there's no excuse and no argument for, for anything other than it. I'm just accepting it other than making excuses. They had five turnovers the whole year. That is Don't lose the ball. You can't lose the game. You can't lose the game if you don't turn the ball over. Listen to this. This is the crazy stat. It's going to blow your mind. Five turnovers all year, four of them against Bowling Green. <laughs> One turnover against every other team except Bowling Green, and they blew Bowling Green out. Were the bums uh, in? Is Corum going to be a stud in the NFL? No. I don't know. He'll because be fine. Michigan just their run game was just so easy. I think Edwards might be better. Oh, he was I nasty. Think just just got the start a lot. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to judge college running backs. I don't think. No, anymore. he will be good for three years and then never hear from him again. Yeah, I mean, get him in the second and third round. Don't don't reach for anybody. Oh, please, somebody draft him in the first. Please. Who's even a, a prospect for running back? Is Couldn't it? tell you. It's useless. It's worthless. It's a worthless position. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant. I'm, I was upset about it. I hit the under whatever. <laughs> And touch Washington, though. Everyone's betting Washington. I'm like, guys, I, I'm never going to bet Michigan, but I'm certainly <coughs> that was that was worth that was worth the price of admission right there. All right, two hours, two hours, one minute. We knew it was going to be a long show, packed episode, lot to break down. We obviously have the NFL playoffs. I Cam said this earlier. I've actually never been more excited for football season to be over. I just want to get this over with. I don't care who wins the Super Bowl, just end it. Like I was so Cam, excited for the season, and now I hate football. Cam, there's two running backs getting taken before him. Both are your guys. Travion Henderson. Oh, Tafili. Oh, Travion Henderson and uh, from Florida State are the two guys mocked above him in the draft. It is a useless position. Go find a fast guy off the street, pay him minimum, and he can do the, the same thing. The first one was the last pick of the second round. Yeah, the useless position. Um, that's our show. We have NFL playoffs. We have, obviously, the Belichick saga will unfold. As the offseason goes on, we'll have total breakdowns of everything. Boys, get ready to scout, scout, scout. We got two top ten picks on this pod. We got to we gotta do our jobs here. Um, all right, that's our show, episode 207. Thanks for getting wasted with us, and we will see you next week. So long. <laughs>